0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 92 of Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. Now for those of you who are looking for your perfect online opportunity, your perfect career path, look no further. You are in for a treat today because Kelvin is interviewing John Williams, author of Screw Work, Let's Play, How to Do What You Love and Get Paid for It, coming up now on Internet Marketing.
1: So, John, can you tell us a bit about your uh, book, Screw Work Let's Play, kind of what, what's the idea behind that, what you're trying to, to achieve, and a little bit of, kind of about the history of the creation of that
2: book? Yeah, the book is about how to get paid to do what you love, and um, a lot of people talk about that, but I didn't really see many other people talking in very practical terms about how to take the things you absolutely love doing and make an income stream and probably a full time income stream out of it there 's a lot of people talking very esoteric terms like the law of attraction and there 's a lot of people talking about you know uh, you know the nitty gritty of marketing and I felt like there was a gap for something that that covers a much broader span and is accessible to a lot of people and it certainly seems to have gone down well it 's um you know, it, it reached the uh, top twenty in WH Smiths, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's pretty consistently one of the best-selling books on the Amazon Careers list. It reached the Amazon best seller list and uh, was featured in the Times twice: once in the Sunday Times and once mm-hmm. in the Saturday Times. So mm-hmm. I've been, even I've been surprised by how well it's gone down. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, no, no. It seems to be doing very well. And I know that I've, you know, I've come across it and and enjoyed my, you know, my kind of appreciation of it as well. Mm. Um, I I wonder, John, then, so you talk about kind of the book's all about, um, you know, doing, you know, doing what you really, really enjoy and kind of playing rather than working. What do you think's the, and you said people talk about it a lot, Mm -hmm. but not so many people do it. What do you think's the biggest thing holding people back from making that leap um, across and really doing, you know, what they want
2: on that side of things? Uh, I think it's belief. And It's a combination of things. You need to, first of all, if you really want to, it actually comes into two things. One is people have no idea what they they say. They have no idea what they'd like to do, what work they'd really enjoy. In actual fact, it is in us somewhere because the work you enjoy will be things you enjoy doing anyway when you're not getting paid. Uh, However, you may never have done it as work and you may not be able to conceive of how you get paid for it. But in order to get there, what you need to do is allow yourself to do real blank sheet thinking you need to think if i could have anything in the world what would i actually do and the exercise i set in the book is if i gave you a year's salary right now plus 10k or whatever you need if um if if your salary is frankly not enough right now so you you've got a living wage but you're not a millionaire and you've also got a blank check for any sort of experiences you want to pay for if you want to round the world there ticket you can do it if you want to buy a castle to renovate, you've got the money for that. Uh, but it's not about mm. buying stuff like a sports car, just to have a sports car. So given that scenario, what would you do then? You've got 12 months. Because you might say, okay, well, actually, I'm going to sleep for a month the way you've been working, or I'm going to yeah. you know, catch up with friends. That's great. So go do that. Go travel the world for three months. By the end of that, but you're probably going to – think well I don't really want to sit on the beach drinking cocktails for the rest of my life believe it or not not many people really want to do Mm. that you might want to do it for a while so what would you do what projects would you take on and if you know what those are then the question becomes how can I get paid for work that's actually very like that or gives me Mm -hmm. some of the experience of that right right now and start building that rather than waiting Mm -hmm. for for someone handing me a salary. Mm. So that's and, one of the and, keys, mm. and and I mean,
1: do you think that? Th- so I, I can really understand that that's a great place to start. There, so it's that kind of about understanding, yeah. you know, what it is you really want to do, and what you know what what will really bring you enjoyment and you know enlightenment of the work you are doing. Yeah. But do you think there is a is there a bit of a challenge for people like that who you know who dive in and do work that they really really enjoy that then they kind of struggle with that work life balance a bit more? Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of if it's yeah. something you enjoy doing, does that mean yeah. you do it all the time? So actually, you end up. You think you're getting this huge advantage by quitting the nine to five and doing, mm. you know, take, you no, know, not having a boss anymore, but essentially all you're doing is then working, you know, twelve, thirteen, fourteen-hour days, doing something that you enjoy to the extent that you might no longer enjoy. Is that a bit of a risk? Do you think, John?
2: It is. Uh, well, one of the risks is, of course, when you when something's so enjoyable, that it feels like play rather than work, then it's quite difficult mm. to know when to stop because you know. <laughs> yeah. But if you listen to your, to your, you know, if you listen to your you're subconscious i guess in your body and you'll get signs when really you want to stop work even though you love it um and then there's this other thing of what happens if you work, end up doing just too much of it there will be periods of that because i'm not pretending that play doesn't mean things are effortless certainly in a startup phase for instance you like to be putting a lot of time and effort in for one better word but it's a very different experience to doing something um where you've just got to do it because it's your job and you actually don't particularly enjoy it. Uh-huh. Uh, and ultimately you need to find a way to make that scale. So you don't work 14 hours a day just to make, uh-huh. just to get by, you know, there'll be periods of that. And then there'll be, you know, you get to a point where you can, you can make that a lot simpler and automate some of it.
0: Uh-huh.
2: So yeah, it shouldn't do. Um, the key uh, of course, to get paid to do what you love, the key I, I identify in the book is you need to solve a problem. So mm-hmm. um, if you're just doing something because you love it and you go and write poetry on a mountain somewhere and never actually show it to anyone, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be quite difficult to earn a living. <laughs> yeah, not very difficult. So mm-hmm. you have to ask yourself what, if, if it addresses a pain or if it addresses a problem people have and they know that they have and they are desperate already to solve, then that's something you'll almost certainly be able to get paid for, and that's the test. So that's where, why I'm saying the book's not about going, oh, you know, to go and do whatever you fancy, and uh, it'll just work out. You still need uh, that. You need that connection between things you love doing and what the world wants from you. Uh, Aristotle said about three thousand years ago, um, where the needs of the world and your talents cross, there lies your vocation, and that's about the, okay. the best. That's the best entrepreneurship advice um, and careers advice I've ever heard. And it's 3,000 years old, 2003.
1: <laughs> no, no, that's a brilliant quote that I really, really like. That. And I mean, th- there's one concept that I've seen in, in, in your work that I kind of like the idea of that I think, you know, might be worth explaining and expanding a bit more, which yeah. is that of the, pl- the play check. Can yeah. you explain a bit more about that kind of concept and, you know, how, and how that applies to people?
2: Yeah, you, you have to accept that if you're going to do something radically different that you've not got a, yeah, a track record in, it's probably going to be a while before you get paid. Um, there are ways of speeding it up by using your talents and, in a different field and that kind of stuff, but it's probably going to take a while and it's not going to magically switch on a full-time income. And there's a, there's an important point where you've started doing something for free or for fun, maybe in your spare time or you've still got a job. Mm-hmm. And then at some point you actually go, okay, I'm going to test this. I'm going to get paid and there's a there 's a milestone when you get your first bit of money, even if it 's quite small, for something you love doing something the point of of getting paid to play as I call it, is that you 're getting paid for something you do even if you didn't need the money yeah. so I would still be talking about stuff like this i 'd still be reading interesting books i 'd still be in you know telling people exciting ideas i 'd still be messing around on the internet because that mm-hmm. is just fun I might do yeah. a bit less of it and you know, I might do it on a beach somewhere. Um, but those are all things I can work towards uh, over the mm. long term. So um, uh, that's the uh, ultimate aim to um, uh, to get paid to play. But the my- mm. first milestone is your first play check, that first mm-hmm. tenner <laughs> or some trivial yeah. amount of money as it often is. You know, the first pound you make from internet marketing is a big milestone, mm. isn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I think you're very right there that that kind of, that, you know, I think a lot of the, the best business ideas I've seen from my peers and colleagues starts out as something they're doing for kind of beer money almost, you know, yeah. that kind of, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'd probably do this anyway. And, you know, it's not too much skin off my back to do it. And if I can make a few quid off it, that's great. And then suddenly they then find yeah. that because they've got that that passion and that understanding of... Mm. The, the activity that they're partaking in, they actually find that much easier to build a business off the back of that than if they'd have gone out and yeah. said, okay, I'm going to start off with a business plan yeah. and, and, you know, follow yeah. it all through. And, like they would, and uh, if
2: you, yeah, you've got to, you've got to enjoy it because ultimately you probably are going to be putting in quite a lot of time at least at the beginning. And if you don't enjoy it, that you won't have the enthusiasm that carries you through. If you choose a niche in your marketing, just because it's a good niche that has money, but it doesn't mm-hmm. interest you in the slightest, it's going to be a really hard slog. Mm choose one you generally choose the thing that you read magazines about anyway, because then Mm. everything you do is basically supporting that work and making you more and more qualified and making you stand out more from your competitors.
1: Mm. Uh, And uh, do you you think that, I mean, you know, is there a, is there enough places that everybody could do this as it were? Cause you know, there's only so many yoga teachers that the world needs as it were, or so many kind of, you know, um, cycling tour guides, the world needs. Do you think that there's kind of a, a limit to these kind of types of more lifestyle businesses out there or, or is there an angle for everyone if they are solving that right pain point that you talked about?
2: Well, The other assumption, of course, is that you have to do the first thing you enjoy, which is not true. So if you do love writing poetry or you do love um, creating art, these are things that are famously difficult to get paid for. Not impossible. Mm. And you can be creative about that. And I talk about it a bit in the book and give some examples.
0: Mm.
2: However, if you want a bit of an easier life and you want to get paid really well Mm. and you'd like to do that fairly soon, then what you can do is ask yourself, what is the experience of writing poetry Or doing yoga that is so the most my most favorite part what's the part i love Mm. most about it there's always a way of having the part you love most and of having the broader experience so if you want to be a rock star but actually you're 50 and kind of you know not great looking and you know you can't play (laughs) any music or sing yeah but you're drawn to being a rock star it's it's a message it's saying you shouldn't write that off you should go that what is the, when I dream about being a rock star, what is it that's so exciting about that little daydream? Mm. And if it's being the center of attention, there are other ways of doing it. You know, I'm doing it right mm. now. You're doing it, Kelvin, to a certain extent. So mm-hmm. um, there's other ways of doing it. And, and I, you know, I've, I had a little play with stand-up comedy, and I thought, mm. do I want to spend the rest of the next year or two in rooms above pubs, getting paid nothing, yeah. doing the same material to people who aren't very appreciative? Mm. Uh, and actually thought, well, I, now what I do is I, I, I do inject humor into what I do and it's, it's mm. actually just as satisfying as standing up and telling jokes. Yeah. In fact, I tell ah. jokes anyway in my talks.
1: Yeah, no no no, I think that, I think that's a yeah, a good approach to to take there really mm. on that sort of thing. You, I mean, so most of our listeners then they're kind of marketers or they, you know, marketing's part of their job. Mm-hmm. Do you think that gives them kind of a stronger hand and you know, when they're kind of setting up these own businesses because they implicitly get marketing. Is it kind of harder yeah. if you're you've not got that marketing background behind you?
2: I, I think I mean you can learn it. Yeah, you know, I knew nothing about it. Marketing, unless I inherited it from my um, from my father, possibly, but mm-hmm. um, uh, I, I knew nothing about marketing when I was uh, younger, and I learned it all by trying to go self employed several times and failing. You uh, know, mm-hmm. many years ago, and then eventually getting the hang of it and selling myself, and then working mm-hmm. out what makes other people sell and other things sell, and working for Deloitte's and seeing how they sell you know million pound projects. And mm-hmm. it's if you just interest in learning and you're interested in marketing, you can pick it up. But if you already know it, then you are an advantage. The, dis- the, the mm. snag you might have is you might be inclined to be too practical. So you, yeah. you, you might be on the other side of the fence where you too quickly go, yeah, but there's no market for that. But as an actual fact, pretty much anything you can think of doing someone mm. somewhere in the world is getting paid for it and they've done yeah. it in a very creative way that, mm. you know, like I say, some examples like being a rock star are, Mm. Really challenging to get paid
0: well,
2: for. Mm. but some people have done it, and you can always look at them and go, "How have they done this thing? How have they yeah. turn this niche, which famously pays nothing whatsoever, into a, um, you know a, a good income stream?" Mm. And yeah, and, that?
1: yeah, and so because yeah, you talked a bit there about getting paid for it and the the, the rate you do that. I know you mentioned before we actually started um, recording, John, about a piece of content that you've got up on your site for free at the moment about um charging um you know being able to charge more for your services i know i know yeah i know a huge number of our listeners are kind of freelancers or or maybe have one of these kind of part-time hobbies where they're they're getting play checks at the moment but not necessarily getting much from it is there any kind of general tips and advice about that you can share quickly that kind of is in the content of you know that you were talking about there yeah um i mean a
2: few things first of all you'd be amazed what you can do when you ask. So yeah, the yeah. reason I got paid over a grand for one of my first ever pieces of freelance writing uh, and the reason I got paid two or four times more than anyone else in consultancy and I got my rate up to over a thousand pounds a day mm-hmm. was because I dare to ask. I yeah. did also have talent and skill and that matters. And you have to believe in the talents and skill you have
0: mm-hmm. and
2: specializing if you want to charge well, is really useful. And yeah. the first thing I do with my clients is I when they go, you know, I can't put my rates up, it's too much competition, um, I go, well, then you've not defined yourself well enough. Because, it, it, again, you come right back to the beginning and go, what's the bit of this work you really love doing? Couldn't you mm-hmm. build this into something people really need? And then you're unique and you're motivated and your whole life has been pointing in that direction so my Mm. copywriter client for instance bored out his brain writing financial reports and stuff he's a novelist he's actually a successful novelist and i said well why don't you make it all about finding the story in what these people do and he was so excited about it and now he's got a unique angle and he's you know he's got a whole different story to tell and Mm. and getting a lot more traction Mm.
1: Yeah no 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 I definitely think yeah that's 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 a good way of going about it. It's about uh, kind of the more specialist your skill set is, therefore yeah. the more valuable it is. Yeah, I think you're you're right to 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 point that out there, John. Um, so a question i've kind of got here is i know you know and i'm sure you know when you write this book you, you know that you know the greatest intention in the world was, but there are there is a danger of these types of books isn't there that they almost become a type of procrastination for the people mm-hmm. who read them you know we all know those kind of persons who've mm. got you know 101 books about entrepreneurship but yeah. still kind of works in you know it works for the man as yeah. it were um do you know do you think that what, what can you do as kind of an author behind it to try and encourage people to, to make that step and not just kind of use the experience of reading these books as a type of procrastination, really? Well,
2: it's a central theme of the book, and particularly I run a programme, the Screw World Let's Play programme, around the book for particularly people who are still trying to work out what work they want to do. Mm. And the, it it all centres on a play project. So we stop you thinking endlessly about stuff because thinking actually is a lot less constructive than you think it is. It's usually mm-hmm. what's keeping you stuck. So you do some of this initial exploration about what work would you like to do. As soon as you've got a vague idea, mm. you start doing it. So you, get, um, you start a project. It's just three or four weeks. Do it for fun. You don't worry too much, particularly at the early stages, about how on earth it's going to pay. You mm. dive into it, and in the process of doing it, you, th- you discover what you like about it, what you don't, what you're good at, what you're not good at, the style in which you like to work, do you want to work more with people, less with people? You find out so much more by doing it than uh-huh. you do otherwise. And also once you're doing it and you set a deadline and you say, I'm going to release something at the end of this. So if you want to be a yoga teacher, I'm going to, you know, for the next month, I'm going to go interview 10 successful yoga teachers who actually do make money out of it. And yeah. I'm going to create, I don't know, an e-book about it, but also it'll be teaching me. And then I'll mm-hmm. go launch my own yoga business. Yeah. So that's a great play project. It would be exciting. It would be fun. You're out there chatting to people if that's w-
0: yeah.
2: w- what uh, floats your boat. And um, uh, and you've got somewhere – you're way further down the line in four weeks and you've met loads of useful contacts than if mm. you sit at home going, oh, yeah, but maybe it's not yoga. Maybe it's Tai Chi I'm interested yeah. in
1: yeah no i think i think you're right and you've kind of almost started to answer what was going to be my my final question um, there which was kind of what's you know for someone who's gone yeah i've I've got a really good idea of the type of work i want to be doing you know so Mm -hmm. they've got they've got over that stage they know what the project is Mm -hmm. um but you kind of so what's your top tips for that you know things to go and do now to kind of start and get that process moving as it were you kind of started to touch on the topic there a a bit there john but what Mm -hmm. what would you say kind of okay i'll finish listening to this podcast now i want to go out and do something about it what's those first you know five or six things they should be looking to do
2: throw yourself into it so do create one of these play projects think what could you create in about four weeks even in your spare time if you're still in the job at the moment That will give you a tangible result that you can share at least with your friends or your, you know, if you've got a mastermind group, one of those Mm -hmm. kind of groups, Um, or with the world. So you might say, okay, I'm going to launch a blog on this new Mm -hmm. topic I'm interested in. I'm going to write uh, three times a week for the next four weeks. And if you just did that, by the end of the month, even if no one ever read the thing, you Mm -hmm. would be so much clearer about what you're thinking was your writing would have improved. You would have had new thoughts about blogging and new thoughts uh-huh. about your work direction. Um, if you, if you're at this point where you've made your first play check, and you made a bit of money, then your play project could be, how do I get noticed? And maybe uh-huh. it's about partner marketing where you go, you know, could I go along and could I give my first talk or could I uh, write a nice piece for someone's newsletter? that's going to go out to thousands of people the link mm-hmm. to my site so but but do it in a way that it suits you if you hate giving talks don't give talks but if you mm-hmm. love writing write and vice versa yeah
1: no, good. I think hmm. I think that's a, some some very good actionable things for people to go out and do now. There, John. So you would t- um, we were talking a bit beforehand about some of the the content that's up on your site that people yeah. can can access at the moment. Is it okay to do a quick sort of um, you know check of some of the bits people would be able to yeah, get from your sure, site yeah. and whereabouts they've got to go to to have a look for that, John?
2: Yeah, if you go to screwworkletsplay.com, dot
0: mm-hmm.
2: easy to remember. Um, <laughs> then you can you can uh, see your email address in the top and you can download. Um, First of all, the the, the first forty two pages of the book for free, which is the whole first mm-hmm. chapter, which will really get you around y- your head around how this stuff works, and then secondly, you can um, uh, you'll get uh, some worksheets for finding out what work you'd really enjoy doing. Uh, you get um, a crash course in in how to attract more clients for freelancers. Um, that audio class about how to put up your rates without losing clients goes into a lot more depth than I did just now. Mm -hmm. So um, there's a whole load of stuff, and it's generally useful. Um, And uh, you can also find the book on Amazon, but uh, grab the free chapter first would be my advice. Brilliant. (laughs) Cheers.
1: Cool. Thanks for that, John. Really appreciate it.
0: All right. Cheers, Kevin. If you're outside of the UK, it's plus 441273256150. If you're inside the UK, it's o one two seven three two five six one five zero. And you can leave a voice, comment or question and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well, that's it for now. Andy White signing off until next week on Internet Marketing.